You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 297. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounders, and welcome back. Today I'm continuing the theme week of our emotions and the stories those emotions tell by talking about worry. I'm going to dive right in, so here we go. Worry. Who has not worried about something, right? Have you ever worried about something to the point where it feels really out of control? I know that I have, and I have an example, as usual, from my personal life. So this was several years ago, and this is probably my most, there's been quite a few, but this is one that I feel really expresses the story of worry really well. So several years ago, I, my husband and I were at our old house and my, at the time we only had one dog, which is my older dog, Owen. And if you don't know, Owen is, I often joke that I have two soulmates in this world and one is my husband and one is my dog, Owen. And so at this time we just had Owen and, uh, I love rat too, (laughs) but at this time we just had Owen and I was happy. Things were great. Right. And we let Owen out to go to the bathroom outside and he started like throwing up and being pretty sick. And he has a sensitive stomach. And so he must've ate something or just not sat with him quite right. Anyways, I lost it. And so my husband and I are outside. We're letting him do his thing. We're making sure he's okay, giving him water, all of that. But he's outside throwing up and we're there. And I just start crying. And my husband's like, what is going on? Why are you crying? And I was like, I just don't want him to die and blow. And he's like, what? He's not going to die. He just has an upset stomach. But in my mind, I had gone from he has an upset stomach. And what if he has something like cancer and it, and I didn't know about it and he's super sick and this throwing up is just an indicator and he's he has cancer and we're not going to be able to cure it and he's going to die and I'm going to lose my dog and I just it was a mess right and I found that I told this story like I told myself the worst story that I could possibly think of about my dog being sick now he wasn't even sick enough to take to the vet Let me put it that way. He just has a sensitive stomach, so he threw up and then he was fine. (laughs) But for whatever reason, my mind went to this most extreme story possible to the point that I was physically shaking and upset and crying. And my husband is like, are you okay? You are telling the story that's just crazy right now. And I was like, no, he's going to die. And he's like, no, he just has an upset tummy, right? So something that was so small, I let my worry tell a story that took me to this completely like emotionally distraught place that never happened. 
I put all this effort and energy and emotion into this worry that has not happened. Has that ever happened to any of you guys? Now, I'm not saying that, fingers crossed, knock on wood, etc. I'm not saying that that couldn't happen. But I was worrying about it as though it had already happened. I was so upset, it was like it had already occurred. It was like it was truth in my mind. So the question, first question is, how many of you have ever had an experience like that? Maybe it's not with your dog. Maybe it's worrying about something at work, worrying about a relationship, worrying about the health of a loved one. There's so many things that can happen that we, I should say, that we think can happen, that we worry about, and then we put all this effort and energy into, and we tell this story, and in most cases, the story is the worst case scenario. And that's worry, right? That's worry at its absolute most extreme. But if we don't catch those stories, we don't catch ourselves saying we're thinking of the worst things possible, we go down a path where we're constantly worried. We go down a path where it's always worst case scenarios, and we go down a path where it's really hard to come back. Because we think that we're being safe, air quotes around safe, we think we're being safe by worrying about the worst case scenarios. But in truth, we're not. We're just emotionally creating turmoil in our lives about something that may or may not happen. And if it were to happen, all your worrying would have been for nothing anyways because now you're in the real situation and things are actually different than what you would have worried about, right? Or how you would have handled it. So the story of worry can be really, really real. So real that I'm crying on the front porch, bawling about my dog dying of cancer when all he's doing is throwing up on the grass for two minutes at the age of eight, right? So these stories can be very real. The story of worry can be so real in our lives. And here is why. I'm going to connect some dots here. When we worry about things, we connect these sad or negative emotions. We worry that this and this and this will happen and I will be miserable or I will be sad or I will be distraught and all of these emotions come together, right? So we're telling the story, part one is we're telling a story of worry. And in that story, we start projecting in negative emotions. And when we project the negative emotions, our brain goes, well, wait, emotions feel real. This story feels real. This is real. And then your body gets involved and you start getting sick and you start bawling, crying your eyes out. You start throwing up, whatever it is. For me also, I start to shake. Like, it's crazy. I can't control my knees. I just start to shake. My knees and my legs just go crazy when I'm overwhelmed with worry because I'm telling the story that is now physically engaging my body as well because it feels so real. So maybe this is extreme. Maybe you don't have worry on these levels. And if you don't, that is fantastic. But either way, if you worry, the chances are that you are connecting a story that has not happened 
with very strong emotions and then your brain tells you it's real. And the second that it's real, you are engaged. Whether physically, emotionally, mentally, etc., you are engaged. And once you are engaged, things get confusing and convoluted. So how do we negate that story? Truth of it is, is that worry is unknown, right? There's a, I'm, my dog is sick and I don't know what's going to happen. And so I tell this story to fill that gap of what's going to happen. Because as human beings, we like to know what's going to happen. Hence, going back to that feeling of, I'm telling these stories of worry to feel safe and secure, but the truth of it is that I'm really not because I don't know what's going to happen. But your brain is trying to fill that gap, trying to fill that story so you can feel safe and secure again. So we need to change the story and fill in the gap with something different. So what does that look like? That looks like solving for the information that's missing to stop worrying. And that looks like going into the five W's and the one H, right? I don't know what that's officially called, but in elementary it was the five W's and then they always just threw in the H in the end, which is the who, what, where, when, why, and how, right? So when you are writing the story of worry, right? Or when you're rewriting, I should say, this story of worry, you need to first ask who, fill in the what, Fill in the where, the when, the why, and the how. I talk about this for goal setting too, doing this in a certain way. If you've heard some of the previous episodes, older episodes, I talk about that model. You can do the same thing here with rewriting your story. So here's a perfect example, right? So I'm upset about my dog and completely a mess, emotional turmoil everywhere, telling these stories, worried, sick physically actually sick. And what I should have done <laughs> is gone back inside after everything was okay, gone back inside and written a different story. Instead of the story that my dog is so sick that he has stomach cancer and there's nothing we can do and he's going to die. The story that I should have written, I wasn't aware of these techniques at the time, was going in and saying, okay, who? So Owen, James, which is my husband, and myself, we're all in this story, right? What's happening? Owen is sick, but he's where? He's sick at the house right now, 5 p.m., right? Whatever time it was, it was nighttime. And why? Why is he sick? He's sick because we actually gave him a bone two days ago, and I remember he has a sensitive stomach, and so we're just getting the repercussions of that. And I know not to feed him bones anymore. We'll keep an eye on him, make sure he has plenty of water. And as things, as he gets better, we'll be fine. Right? So that also answered the how. We're going to monitor for him moving forward, making sure everything's okay. Not going to get him those kind of bones again. Not going to probably give him a bone like that again because he has a sensitive stomach and I need to remember that. Done. Completely different storylines. One empowers me. One helps fill in those gaps and say it's all going to be okay. And the other just wrecks me, right? Wrecks me. Which one would you rather have? Would you rather have the story that seems logical and sensible 
and has a resolution and helps you walk through how you'll get there? Or would you rather have the story that is so racked in worry and fear and sadness and pain that you can't even function because there's this made up story in your head of what's happening because it feels so real? So the story of worry is incredible. It's, I mean, very powerful. But we need to remember that we can still control that story. We can still control the worry. So the first step to doing that is acknowledging that, wow, I'm telling myself some crazy stories right now. I need five minutes. Take five minutes, type on your computer or write out on a pen and paper and tell yourself a new story. Complete the story, I should say. Because what happens is you get the first of the story, my dog is sick on the lawn, and then you try to fill in all the gaps to feel safe but you fill in all the gaps in the worst case scenario. So take that first part and complete the story with the five W's and the one H to give yourself that peace of mind and to negate that story of worry and give yourself a better new story. It fills the gap and that information need in your brain so that you can function. Now let's say the worst case scenario did happen. Writing the story in a different way can help set me up for success to be able to handle those situations and not be completely frozen in fear and worry. So I'm gonna end that there today. I hope that this helps. I hope you don't think I'm crazy that I totally made up this random story about my dog when he was sick to the point that I was shaking and crying. But if you've ever had something like that happen, maybe it's not your dog, like I said, it could be at work, it could be with a spouse, it could be with a family member, a co coworker, an acquaintance. There's so many things that we can worry about. Your health, right? There's so many things that we can worry about. And the second we start worrying and we have that small bit of information, we try to fill and complete the story. And we need to take control of that and not let that story be filled with worry and sadness and become real with emotions and these thoughts, but instead make it become real with the sense that here's the first piece of information. I'm completing the story in the way I want it to end in a good way. And then that will become real. I don't mean this in a law of attraction way. I think that it can happen that way, but I mean the sense that you're completing the story, you're taking control, you're negating that worry. And it's going to set you up for a much more emotionally aware and happier time, even when things can be really rough. So again, I hope that this helps. I hope that it's resonated with a few of you. If it has, please share it with your friends, family, anyone that you feel is incapacitated by worry. Maybe share this exercise. Try it for yourself. Let me know how it goes. So whether you are sharing or are trying it yourself and you want to let me know how it goes, please tag me so that I can see it. You can tag me on Facebook at Happiness Abound blog and on Instagram at happiness underscore abound. So have a wonderful day. Change your story of worry. And remember, you are capable of happiness abound. <music>